guys good morning good evening this is bernice thank you for tuning into devoted today with bernice today i just felt led to just share some prophetic words that god was uh, ministering to me and also uh, share an encouragement to um, someone i love it when god literally shows me his word and just explain things to me i believe that this month like i said um this is a month of seeking the lord uh i posted this on i believe on um, last week on my on my facebook this is a month to seek god and the bible verse that he brought to me was concerning humbling yourself before the lord and seeking his face that in in his temple you will always dwell you know um the Lord wants to meet you where you desire to meet Him. Draw near to the Lord and He will draw near to you. So Father, I just pray right now. I pray for your presence here. Adonai, we ask you for your hand to come upon this atmosphere and this uh, place of just safety in you. Because those that abide in you, they will be at, at a secret place. They will be at a safe place. So I pray for you to be a bomb in Gilead in this atmosphere, in this place right now. I bind and take authority over this atmosphere, God. I take authority over this episode, God. And I submit it to you that you will do what is that you please, Father. I don't know why I see feathers, but I pray, I thank you for the angels that you release even now into this atmosphere. I don't know what you have, but God, I yield myself to you. And I pray that that I'll be your substance for you to use, God, to reach those that need to be reached i know that many many nations and many countries listen to this podcast so i pray that everywhere that they are god you will meet them that they will not leave unmet as they listen to this podcast and i thank you for the angels that you've sent even now to go forth and do the work that only you know you know how that they can do god i thank you for the ministering angels i thank you for the healing angels i thank you for breakthrough angels i thank you for strength angels of strength god i thank you for angels that serve strongholds, I thank you for releasing your armies of angels even now. I thank you, God. And I apply the blood of Jesus Christ over me. I pray your hedge of protection over me and over this time. Let your will be done, Adonai, and let your kingdom come. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Wisdom of 
Before we go into what God has me to say today, the Lord led me every day. I ask the Lord to, you know, lead me to the book or the Bible verse that He wants me to just focus on. Today, He led me to this passage right before I was going to record. I uh, decided to record to Judges 17 to 19. Judges 17 to 19 talks about Micah um, and also the um, the priest in his house. Um, we know that the this man of God who was basically now, it says now there was a man from the mountains of Ephraim whose name was Micah. And he's Micaiah, Micah, I, I think it's Micah. I hope I'm not saying it wrong. And he said to his mother, the 1100 shekels of silver that were taken from you and on you, you put a curse, even saying it is my if he said it in my ears, here is the silver with me. I took it, and his mother said, May you be blessed by the Lord, my son. And then let's go down. 
Then uh, to five, the man Micah had a shrine and made an ephod and a household idols, and he consecrated one of his sons who became his priest. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what they what was right in his own eyes, and we know that was the case for during the time of the book of Judges, right? You know about that with Deborah, Samson, Jephthah. Everybody did what they wanted to do. Now there was a young man from Bethlehem in Judea of the family of Judea. Uh, he was a Levite and was staying there. The man departed from the city of Bethlehem in Judea to stay there, He to stay wherever he could find a place. And this is what was the issue of this priest. He was desperate. He was desperate to find a place to stay, to find a place to live. And desperation will cause you to limit your um, your convictions. Desperation will cause you to to basically overlook your convictions within you. Desperation will cause you to bow down to Baal. Desperation will cause you to uh, twist the word of God. Desperation will cause you to overlook some things because you have a need that you thought that God cannot meet. And I believe I'm speaking to somebody here that is desperate. And you know what God has been showing you around you is not of God. And you can't speak up because you're desperate for a place to stay. You're desperate for a job. You're desperate for a platform. You're desperate for money. You're desperate for position. You're desperate for ordination. You are desperate for something for marriage. You're desperate for something. And the Lord is telling me to tell you right now, look at this priest because you are this priest. And so what did, what did the priest do? He was desperate, right? It says he, he was desperate. He was desperate. The man departed from the city of Bethlehem in Judea to stay wherever he could find a place. And that was his first issue, wherever he could. You cannot just stay anywhere as a child of God. You cannot just be anywhere. You cannot just be friends with just anybody. You cannot just, you know, the Bible says that what? The righteous is to choose his friends carefully. And I'm paraphrasing that verse. Right? You cannot just work anywhere. You, you, you cannot just marry just anybody. He said wherever, wherever he could find a place. That was his first issue. It wasn't a place where God wanted, you know, did, was that a place that God wanted him to stay? Was that a place where it was that rhema place for him to stay, right? And so what, what, what does it say? Then he came to the mountains of Ephraim, to the house of Micah, as he journeyed. And Micah said to him, where do you come from? So he said to him, I am a Levite from Bethlehem in Judea. I am on my way to find a place to stay. Micah said to him, dwell with me and be a father and a priest to me. And I will give you ten shekels of silver per year, a suit of clothes and your substance. So the Levite went in. Um, then the Levite was content to dwell with the man. That is the second issue. When he went there, he his first issue was he wanted to find a place wherever he could to stay. His second issue was when he went to Micah's house, he was content. Did he pray about where he was? Did he discern that there was idols there? We're going to find out later on. So he says what? And the young man became like one of his sons to him. So Micah consecrated the Levite and the young man became his priest and lived in the house of Micah. Then Micah said, Now I know that the Lord will be good to me since I have a Levite as a priest. 
You know, the thing is that sometimes you sell your, your position in the realm of the spirit because we have different levels in the realm of the spirit. The second heavens, third heavens, and first heavens. You have a position in the heavens. There are people who are so strong in the Lord that they are in the second heavens where principalities, demons, angels are warring all the time. Right? And there are those that are not that strong, not that armored up, not that not that um, righteous in a way of level of authority in the realm of the spirit. So they are only in the first heavens, right? And then there are those in the heaven heaven the the third heavens, which is the uh, where the throne room of God is. This man was on the second heavens. He was dealing with somebody who possibly was in the first heavens. And he was sold. He, he literally sold his authority in the realm of spirit for some money and for a place to stay. And sometimes people want to connect with you or have you at their, at your, at their job or at their ministry or at their homes or even date you. Not because of what... What, not because of what you are, but who you are and whose you are. What did Micah say? Micah said, oh, God is going to bless me because I have a Levite as a priest. I know that the Lord will be good to me. Some people want to attach themselves to you only because of the favor on your life or because of who you, whose you are. Some people want to be your friends because they know that you're a prophet or you're an apostle. Oh, I'm, I, ha- I have an, a prophet friend, so I know that God is, you know, going to be with me. Or God is, is going to be good to me. Oh, I'm dating an apostle, so this. Oh, I'm dating a, a, a CEO or a millionaire because the Lord wants to ask you. The people that come in your life to connect with you or that are a source of provision it might be your job it might be your neighborhood it might be your you know uh, a leader are they attaching themselves with you or are you attaching yourself with them on a covenant level on a godly covenant level or is it because they want something from you or because they see that the hand of the Lord is upon you or you are you are in a fivefold ministry or you are anointed you gotta ask yourself those questions why are you blessing me with shackles of silver all I wanted was a place to stay that was a spirit of seduction and the priest took the bait the priest saw oh not only am I gonna get a place to stay but I'm also gonna get money See, the thing is that in 2024, and I already talked about this last last year, uh, around August, October, about how you got to be careful about selling your soul for money. What profit you when you gain the whole world and lose your soul? I was talking about how Amazon literally has a spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah and people who go there leave with either that spirit or a spirit of Jezebel. I've seen God was showing me 
that in because they they glorify homosexuality they're okay with their and even heb heb also glorify homosexuality and so i was like okay there are different um stores and shops that glorify homosexuality and sodomy and gomorrah and and perversion and all these things and 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 um sex traffic and all of that and I was talking about how the question that the Lord allowed me to ask when I was talking about that episode in October of last year in August October was can you leave your job for the Lord can you can you not look the other side and say oh I need benefits I need insurance I need life insurance I need health insurance I need money I need um groceries i need food i need a place to stay i need my bills paid i need my student loan paid off can you overlook that and still work for amazon knowing that amazon has a spirit of principality of sodomy gomorrah and jezebel working together to literally transform what the lord was showing me was people come to amazon straight whole and after being there for a couple months that demon enters them and they literally becomes start to emerge with that spirit of homosexuality and Jezebel can you see the idols at your job in your family in the places that you are or who you're connected to and speak up because this priest should have spoken up concerning these idols i mean they were in the house you cannot not see it how do we know that let's go to um judges 18 judges 18 um 17 then the fight is a uh, judges 18 is 18 3 while they were at the house of micah they recognized the voice of the young levite so the children of dan too um Judges 18.2. So the children of Dan sent five men of their family from their territory, men of valor, from Zora and Estoa, I hope I'm saying it right, to spy out the land and search it. They said to them, go, search the land. So they went to the mountains of Ephraim, to the house of Micah, and lounged there. While they were at the house of Micah, they recognized the voice of the young Levite. Even though he's not speaking against what he's seeing, he still has a voice he still has a voice but he's not using his voice in in the direction of God of what God is calling him to use it for while they were at the house of Micah they recognized the voice of the young Levi they turned aside and said to him who brought you here what are you doing in this place what do you have here he said to them thus and so Micah did for me he has hired me and I have become his priest. That's his fourth mistake. You have become his priest. You are never somebody's priest. You're always God's priest first. Every pastor in every church is not the past is not the leader lead pastor's pastor. You are God's pastor. He sold his priesthood for some place to stay in a some money 
So they said to him, please inquire of God that we may know whether the journey on which we go will be will be prosperous. And the priest said to them, go in peace, the presence of the Lord be with you on your way. So the five men departed and went to, okay, I'll go to um, 17. Then the five men who had gone to spy out the land went up entering there. They took the carved image, the ephod, and the ephod, the household idols, and the molded image. The priest stood at the entrance of the gate with the 600 men who were armed with weapons of war. When these men, when these went into Micah's house and took the carved image, the ephod, the household idols, and the molded image, the priest said to them, what are you doing? Finally, he speaks, right? So he knows what they took. He saw it. Let's see what happens. And they said to him, be quiet. You put your hand over your mouth and come with us. Be a father and a priest to us. They muzzled him. They spoke to, they told him to be quiet and they muzzled him. Is it better for you to be a priest to the household of one man or that you be a priest to a tribe and a family in Israel? They took the idols. This man was this priest was supposed to speak against Micah. He was supposed to confront Micah and say, "Hey, Micah, I am. He he is a man of God. You cannot have idols in this house. I know this is your house, but you can have this here. If you have this here, I can stay here. And that's what the Lord is looking for. Those that will speak up and say, "Hey." I know I came to lounge with you and you're giving me shuckles and all of that. But this is the issue that I'm seeing here at this place. And I'm confronting you about it. Will you be the one that will not be quiet and put your hand over your mouth? And actually speak against what you're seeing in the place that you have lounged. Either at your job, at your church, in your community, where in your family. Will you speak up? This priest should have spoken up to Micah, confronted Micah about it before these men came. And these men came and took it and they told him to keep be quiet. And he too was quiet. This is what he did. Then they turned and departed and put the little ones of 20. So the priest's heart was glad and he took the ephod the household idols and the carved image and took his place among the people. He took, he did not leave the idols there. He took it with them. He, 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 he went on the same mental plan to steal from Micah and take these things and go on the way with these men. Then they turned and departed and put the little ones, the livestock and the goods in front of them. And Micah came to inquire about, you know, what they took. So he said, 24, so he said, you have taken my, away my gods, which I made the priest and you have gone away. Now that, now what more do I have? How can you say to me, what ails you? And the children of Dan said to him, Do not let your voice be heard among us, lest angry men fall upon you, and you lose your life with the lives of your household. 
Then the children of Dan went away. Um, and when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back to his house. This, this priest was perverted. Perversion is not just sexual. Perversion is you literally going along with Baal's uh, lifestyle and not confronting it. His first mistake was he needed a place to stay. He was desperate. And everybody has been there. But his second mistake was he agreed to be Micah's priest. He forgot that he's first God's priest. Many pastors, your leader might be great. Your, you know, the angel of the house, as they normally say, is amazing. But sometimes pressure can cause them to sway the other line, the other way, and overlook some things. But can you be the one that will speak up and say, no, we cannot have idols here. What kind of idols are you having in your church, in your job, that you are a priest at? That you're not opening your mouth. You know what a priest is? A priest is somebody who has been given authority over a place. A priest has authority over a place, over a, 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 a generation. God raises a priest in a household. There's a mantle of priesthood upon this man. And he sells it for a place to lay his head and some shackles. And then later on, he goes along and muzzle himself, agree, go into agreement with the people of Dan and become muzzled. They are basically controlling him because of his desperation. Because of his desperation, they are controlling him. They are telling him when to speak and when not to speak. They are basically telling him, you know, how to be a priest in their own category. Because a true priest will not stay at a idol worshiping house a true priest when you identify that there is idols in the house you don't want to stay there either first you confront them and if they don't change or they don't take it away you leave there are many times I have left places positions ministries jobs because of the idols I spoke up about the idols, but when they did not want to change, I had to leave because I cannot be compromised. I cannot be this judge's 17 priest because the conviction of the Lord was so heavy on me that he would wake me up and say, what are you doing? I know this is a global ministry. I know this is a, a ministry that everyone, even from when they were five years of age, has watched this ministry on TV. But guess what? They have idols. I know this is a great job and they're giving you, you know, double pay and all of that. But guess what? They have idols. Are you going to be quiet and shut up like they told you? Are you going to be quiet? Are you not going to speak as my priest? The Lord is asking many of you. This is the season. And I believe the Lord allowed me to see what was happening in Amazon. And I was talking about it in August and October because many people are in a place where they're stepping in a, a place in your life where you will have to speak up. Or you will be this priest where you are being bought by 
possessions and you know money he's not God's priest anymore because Michael came and said my priest because a true God's priest will not be quiet in front of theft a true God's priest will not be quiet yes he spoke but he when they told him to be quiet he was quiet he did not keep on speaking against it and departing away from them and even confronting Micah God has sent me to confront leaders and I'm not going to say who and what many of you probably have, have known them but I have confronted God it's between me and the Lord God has sent me to leaders high leaders many of the time that's part of my call as a prophet leaders in CEOs leaders in ministry to confront them and sometimes when I'm confronting them they know I'm confronting them but I do it in a way God has graced me to do it in a way that it's not it, that, that, that it can be received but God has sent me that was one of my first assignment as a prophet I remember I was, tell, I, was tell, I was talking to my apostle I'm like I don't know if I can do this and she's like that's part of your call that's part of your mandate is to be a Daniel that goes to confront leaders. Of course, I prayed first, but I went and confronted. Be a Jeremiah that speaks. Be a even a Jonah that goes and, and confront. I have that mantle of confrontation to leaders. God allows me to know their deep secrets, know the things that they are hiding. I don't judge them. I don't talk about it. Nobody knows any of the leaders God has sent me to. Nobody. Even not even my apostle. No. None, none of my apostles know. Except for the first leader that I was sent to because I was having a hard time releasing that word and I had to really let my leader know who it was. And it was a mega church leader, a mega church pastor. I mean, a little old me <clears throat> sent my first assignment part of my first assignment as a prophet to go and confront a mega church leader it was hard but I did it and after I did it of course I pray about what God has allowed me to release it to that leader I pray for the church and after two years after COVID happened I saw what God told me to go and confront the leader I saw it happen start to happen implementation plan was put in place and the church continued to flourish because that change needed to be made and somebody had to come and confront the leader about it the leader did it but i had to be a daniel i had to be a jeremiah i had to confront i had to be even a nathan sometimes to confront certain people it's not easy being one that is going to confront a leader above you or supervisor or manager but God will give you the words to say that they will be able to swallow your words of confrontation you are not Holy Spirit number two but you are a prophet you are a priest you are a pastor an apostle evangelist a leader a voice for the Lord to use will you go that's what the Lord is saying will you go I've left jobs that was amazing but God was more important to me 
and my priesthood was more important to me than that job than that position i've let platforms i could i could be like all over media i've let platforms that people would never leave because when i went into it i realized oh wait it's not what it seems there are idols here and i cannot jump on board and be with and be like the priest that went along with Micah and be like the priest that went along with the, the people of Dan. I had to separate myself. Would I bow to Baal and be famous? Would I bow to Baal and have all the money in the world and lose my soul and lose my, my intimacy and my, my righteousness with God? Joseph said to Potiphar's wife, I cannot sin against the Lord. And I'm paraphrasing that. He did not want to sin against the Lord. And that was a test that Joseph had to pass. This priest did not pass this test. This priest should have told Micah and Dan, the, the people of Dan, I cannot sin against the Lord. Are you a Joseph or are you a priest of judges? Are you the judge's priest or are you a Joseph? Because we know that Joseph came before the priest. So the priest should have said, you know what Joseph did? Joseph said, I'm not going to sin against the Lord in front of, in front of sin. He should say that too, but he didn't. So the word of the Lord is that the same thing that the Lord allowed me to repeat in August of last year in October. Will you bow to Baal? Will you look the other way? Because you need to make money or you need that platform or you, you need that fame or you need that husband or you need, you need that land or you need that contraction or you need that you know grant whatever it is are you gonna look the other way because you need that but guess what you're gonna be perverted it might not be like how it is in amazon where people actually become perverted or or have a spirit of jezebel that pervert other people but you are going to burn out your fire is going to burn out you're not going to have a blazing fire anymore you're not going to burn for the Lord anymore you know there is a a, um, a place where you would um, be You face you know, what God is showing me right now is like Samson. Samson was strong. He was defeating, you know, the Philistines. He was doing a lot, and he was having all that he was having. But you know what? The time came where his time to shine ran out, and the Philistines defeated him. You might be at a position where you are something and you're killing and you're slaying with the jaw of a, 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 a bone jar or of an animal and you are dismantling and you have strong. But know that the more you're around the wrong people, you're dying gradually. If, they're not imp- if you're not impacting them, they're impacting you in some type of way. And Jezebel never stops until she gets what she wants. So you have to remember your position, that you are first a child of God, that you are first a priest of God, that you are first 
a servant to the Lord before you are a servant to anybody. I don't want to share the, you know, the ministries I've been to, but if I do, many of you are like, "Oh my goodness, I didn't ever know you worked for that ministry." Oh my goodness, wow! Yes, your gifts are gonna open doors for you, make room for you. But the thing is, are you gonna compromise yourself and? overlook certain things and stay in that place sometimes it is the Lord that opened the door sometimes it's the enemy but some majority of the time the Lord will open the door to see if you will go along with what they are doing not everything that looks great on the outside on TV on social media is what it is and I thank God that now you know he's graced me to have leaders around me that I know has a heart for him a, a, a deep heart for him and I'm talking about the past places that you know God has allowed me to see the idols in the place so the Lord is asking you are you going to be a priest in Judges 17 to 18 or are you going to be a Joseph are you going to be a Joseph because Joseph worked in the house of Potiphar, but he did not become like them. Like them, he did not allow their error to infect him. He spoke up against it. Though he still ended up in prison, he spoke up. Sometimes you being a priest and speaking up will cause you to end up in prison. If he spoke up, you would not have a place to stay for a minute. Because God will come through for him. Maybe if you, you think that if you speak up, you might not have a, a, a position or, you know, a home or money or a job or pro- promotion or a husband or, you know, whatever, a book or a contract, whatever it is. But remember, promotion comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from the East or the West. And your provision, last time I checked, Jehovah Jireh is your provider. So, who are you going to answer for? Who are you going to answer to? This is the word of the Lord to many of you. I already talked about this in August last year. Concerning Amazon. And that was bold of me (laughs) to talk about it. The Lord was showing me. He's like, Bernice, people are going to Amazon. Especially those that are not strong in the Lord. And they're being infected with the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah. And Jezebel. And Amazon pays. I was I looked at Amazon. They pay twenty dollars. Well, they pay good. They pay twenty dollars an hour for their for, for their position. The people of Sodomy and Gomorrah and of perversion, they got bank. They know the system. They know how to lure you and seduce you. This priest was seduced. With money from the people of Dan, they said, "What? Come? Why should you be a, a priest in one man's house when you can be a priest in, in in Israel in multiple people's house?" He was looking for a position. His heart was not right. He was looking for you know position, promotion. He was looking for money. This is a test. Will you pass this test? 
I talked about this in August of last year in my podcast. You can go back and look at it. October, August, I'm not sure which one it was, but I talked about Amazon and how other other companies are like that. Will you stay and be perverted? Will you stay and overlook and see others perverted?
so now I want to talk about the prophetic words that God was given to me. Uh, we need to pray for gas stations, okay? If you're somebody who is part of my prayer ministry, um, you know I've been posting about this. We need to pray for um, gas stations. When Before Poland was attacked, the Lord was showing me, Bernice, and I'm giving you a burden to pray for Poland. And so right now I want us to pray for gas stations. I don't know what it is. But I really discern such a heaviness for gas stations that I don't know what the enemy is desiring to do at gas stations. But let's just pray against that. If you don't know what to say, you can just pray in tongues. And the Holy Spirit will pray through you. Also, I want us to pray for uh, Zimbabwe. I want us to pray for Canada. And I want us to pray for England as well. And God is showing me Dubai. I want us to pray for Dubai. When I say these things, some of the time I know why why God wants us to pray. The reason why I don't say the details of it is because sometimes God will tell you and not and tell you not to share with everybody yet. Yet. Okay. He will tell you not and tell you not to share with everybody yet. When before Israel was attacked, the Lord put a, such a cry inside of me concerning Israel. And I'm like, why do I feel such a weep for Israel? And so I prayed about it. And the Lord said, I want you to release it and tell people to pray. And so I posted it on my on my Facebook and also on my Instagram. And then literally a week later, the whole craziness happened in Israel. So there are times when I share things, not because um, I feel that, you know, I feel like I just need to share it. But because the Lord is giving me the okay to share it. And some of the time, I share it in parts. Some of the time, I don't share it at all. Because it's just for me to pray about it. Okay. I want us to pray for Zimbabwe and England. Pray against plane, planned plane crash and earthquake. When I say planned plane crash, you know how there are some, some religion and some um, countries where... They literally put somebody who has like a bomb, you know, on a plane to destroy the plane. It's like, it's a setup. That's what God was showing me, a setup. And even before the leader uh, that was um, killed at his office, I saw that the Lord was telling me a leader is going to be killed. And I prayed, I prayed about it just between me and the Lord. And then later on, it happened. You know, people who have the, that Issachar anointing, um, and I feel, I feel like I want to cry because it, you see what's going to happen. And 80% of the time, you don't have control over what is going to happen. The first time I was an Issachar uh, prophet was when I was a little girl. I saw what was going to happen. And I prayed, and it, it still happened. So I'm used to it. But I still feel sorrow and sadness when it does happen. That weep I felt for Israel, I felt it. How the world felt the weep for Israel. I felt it so heavy before Israel was attacked. I prayed for Israel. But it still happened because God knows why. The Bible says that unless the Lord watches over a city, they watch in vain. 
right? And I'm paraphrasing those Bible verses. Unless the Lord, you know, watches over people, the people watch in vain. So it is the Lord that has Israel in his hands. Yes, we can pray. I prayed before this whole thing happened. I didn't even know why I was having to weep for Israel. I felt I felt that sadness and weep for it. I knew there was something crazy about to happen, but I didn't know it was that intense. So everybody's feeling the weep that I felt before. It happened. That's what Issachar prophets go through. We feel what the world is going to feel before the world feels it. We see what the world is going to see before we see it. And sometimes when we pray, it changes. Praise the Lord. Because I, I remember one time I had a dream where I saw, and even a vision as well, I saw a school, like a, a nursery, kindergarten, daycare school, literally attacked by a storm. And the Lord put me on a prayer to pray. And it was a, a, a state in, in the south, or I think it was uh, southeast or southwest, that had a tornado come in. And I remember in the dream, I went there and I saw the kids hiding, trying to cover themselves. And exactly what I saw was on the news. And I was like, and I, we, I prayed and I told my prayer you know, group to pray. Maybe post it in, on Facebook, pray. Anybody that sees this, just pray. And guess what? The roof, the whole roof of that whole place was removed, but none of the kids was hurt. None. When I saw the lady, you know, protesting that the kids were safe and everybody was safe, but it was a crazy tornado. Let me tell you, I was so happy. That's what people who have an Issachar anointing want to see. We want to see what we, the disaster we see shift into victory but sometimes the Lord allows it not to happen that way because he knows why he knows why he allowed those things to happen God is mighty he can stop anything he can remove anything but he allows that to happen because we as a car prophet we work for the Lord we are servants of the Lord what he does what he wants is what is going to happen and sometimes it's for us to pray for the world to be ready for what is going to happen. And sometimes it's for us to pray for the people involved that they'll be able to steward that thing well or be able to you know, endure that circumstance well. Sometimes that's our purpose in seeing it is to prepare the people for what is to come. And so I want you to pray against earthquake as well. Please pray against earthquake as well. Um, and um, the, we all know that the spirit of uh, credence is in the spirit of um, slander that is in this fivefold ministry. People are slandering people, even when you don't even you've not even gone before your feet to really know the details, the inner beings of what God is saying about a person before you lift up your tongue. To speak ill of somebody make sure you really go down on your knees for at least two weeks or even a month and ask the Lord is this true is this right we all know what was been happening about about T.D. Jakes and let me tell you T.D. Jakes has prophesied on me before in Maryland when he came to Maryland for a conference he prophesied to me so I know the man is a prophet so let God deal with his prophet we don't know if it's true or not. 
But please don't get on the wagon of labeling this man of God and pointing finger on him. Because when you point a finger, guess how many other fingers are pointing back at you? Four are pointing back at you. I, I was praying about this and the Lord was telling me, and the Lord has been telling me about this since last year. There is a spirit, three spirits. Sodomy, Gomorrah, homosexual spirit, Jezebel, and a spirit of uh, accusatory spirit. These three demons have bonded together to populate the spirit of Sodomy and Gomorrah in the world. Because the demon knows, the spirit of Sodomy and Gomorrah knows it cannot just come on somebody and just persuade the person to be homosexual. So what does it do? It 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 it, it bonds together with Jezebel and accusatory spirit to accuse somebody of being homosexual when they're not. So that the person, the more they hear it or or the more um, they speak it. Because look, angels hearken to the voice of God. To the word of God. So who do you think hearken to word curses? Because those are, those are word curses. Who do you think hearken to false labels and gossip? The devil and his demons. When you speak ill of somebody, demons go, go, go. Demons that are connected to that thing that you spoke are sent to, to see that thing established. Why do you think when a mother calls your child stupid or dumb or nobody, eventually in the future they become a nobody? Because they've heard it over time and they've taken it in. And that's what the enemy is trying to do is, 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 is falsely label people of that spirit so that that person, if they're not strong in the spirit of the Lord and, and know who and whose they are, they eventually take on that identity. And so if you're somebody who have heard that somebody might be homosexual or somebody have been labeled as that, in the case of T.D. Jakes where people are, people are falsely you know, saying he's this or he's that, don't get on board. Just pray. Just pray and say, Lord, if it's true, help him. If it's not, help us. You don't know the truth. Nobody knows, but God knows. And if you don't know what to say, just pray in tongues or just pray the Bible verse. Pray Bible over him and over his ministry because what this has happened is it has opened a door for spiritual warfare. Now they have to, they have, now as a, as a church and as a leader, he has to battle for his name in the realm of spirit. Why do you think the Bible says that we have to condemn every tongue that rises up against us in judgment? Because the tongue is powerful. Life and death is in the power of the tongue and they that love it will what? Eat the fruit of it words are powerful that's why the enemy needs people to speak use people's mouth to condemn to slander to curse and when people get on the bandwagon of falsely accusing him and doing all this craziness and label him as a homosexual uh, pastor what you're doing is you're actually stepping into witchcraft because witchcraft is saying you know they're gonna label you as this is witchcraft somebody is not homosexual but you keep saying that person is homosexual to everybody and then you're causing everybody to treat the person as though they're homosexual 
you are literally cultivating an atmosphere cultivating a presence for that spirit to dwell and then you're bringing people to 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 try and, and entice the person to see if they have a homosexual spirit or to basically entice the person because you think they might have a spirit like that that's witchcraft Jezebel entices that spirit I, last last year, I already talked about this. This is something that the Lord put on my heart. I would, if a leader came to me and told me, Bernice, I want you to go and stand in front of that woman and bend over or behave lustful to see if she's going to look at you and see if, if she has a, a homosexual spirit. I'll tell the leader no, because my body is a temple for the Lord to use. It's not for you to use to pervert somebody or to see if somebody is perverted. The way to, to see if somebody has a homosexual spirit, pray to God and ask him and he will tell you. God, God does not hide a secret from nobody. Whatever you need to know, he will tell you. The Lord shares his secrets with his servants, the prophets. It's a secret for a reason. There are a lot of secrets that God has shared with me about leaders, about ministries, global ministries, places jobs companies but i keep it to myself because i am honored for god to share his secrets with me that's why many of you don't know what god is doing or what secrets are happening or what what you know what what is happening under you know in green rooms and what's happening in 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 people's homes and you don't know even in the in the world because you babble you go along and you just babble. So I want to tell somebody who has been going along with, you know, falsely labeling anybody and even falsely labeling, you know, um, T.D. Jakes. Don't do that. Pray for him. Because if, put yourself in his shoes. If you were in his shoes, how would you behave? You probably would not probably behave well. And I believe this man of God is like, you know what? I'm just going to let God handle it. Because he's seasoned in ministry, so he knows what to do. Don't get on the bandwagon of Jezebel and falsely accusing people. Or even accusing people of that spirit. Instead, speak the opposite. What did did Jesus do for the woman, uh, even at the well? Even the woman, the adulterous woman. Because at that time, that was what the spirit of perversion was. Now, the spirit of perversion is Sodomy and Gomorrah. Back then, the spirit of perversion is basically adultery and sleeping with somebody's husband or somebody's wife. That's why Joseph was, you know, um, slandered. Because that at that time, perversion was, you know, adultery. But now, perversion is homosexuality and same-sex relationships. So, and also witchcraft, the Lord is saying to me, those things have paired together. I would never, you know, God. I remember one time, uh, way before I was a, way before I I stepped into the prophetic. You know, there's a there's a difference between I'm passing by because I need to pass by. And then, and then there's a difference between I'm passing by and I'm being seductive, sexual, so that I, I, I entice 
somebody. God hates that. God hates that you passing by because you're not a Proverbs 7 woman. I never saw in the Bible where God enticed a demon. He walked in authority and the demon manifested. You don't need to go around enticing other people to see if they have a spirit. Because what you do, you open the, the realm of the spirit to demons of lust, perversion, seduction, and Jezebel. And even homosexual demons. I would never... I remember one time, somebody, many years ago, somebody told me someone was homosexual. And I went around to the person in a way of being a little seductive to see. The Lord rebuked me. He said, don't you ever do that ever again. He said, don't you ever. If you need to know something, ask me and I'll tell you. The Lord rebuked me. He said, don't you ever use your body to try and and figure out a demon. Because that's not how I taught you. And that was many, many years ago. Way before I even knew I was a prophet. He said, that's, you are not Jezebel. That's what Jezebel does. So when I say that do not entice. Because look. If you stand over there trying to be enticing to, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but I'm, I'm going to go with the flow. When you stand there to, imagine you being a man and another man come around you, behaving lustful toward you, bending over and doing all these lustful things to see if you're going to look at them. You will feel uncomfortable. You're like, okay, because that's going to open the place for demons. You will not want that around you as a straight man. And definitely not as a, as a homosexual man. Nobody wants to see the same sex coming around them intentionally being seductive and trying to seduce them. That's uncomfortable for anybody. So the best way to find out is to ask the Lord. I remember sharing this last time, last year. The Lord gave me a vision of somebody who was homosexual. That I was asking him. Okay I discerned this. Is this true? He gave me a vision. He took me to a night vision. And even a dream. To just let me know. He said once I've spoken twice. You, twice you've heard. He confirmed it. I never. Behaved lustful in front of the person. I never did that. Because you know when you do that. When you try to behave lustful in front of another. The same sex. There might be, a, you know, let's say a woman coming in front of her, another woman behaving lustful, okay, toward her to see if she has a spirit of Sodomy or Gomorrah. What you do is, if a man is passing by, there, might, there could be a guy passing by who might be, you know, struggling with porn or struggling with masturbation or struggling with lust. And he probably has been off of, you know, all that for a week and he's like, you know, celebrating it. And here he comes passing by and you being seductive on purpose. That's the thing. The enemy wants advantage of that. When you are seductive on purpose, when you you allow yourself to be used by the devil to in, in, intentionally be an instrument of sin, the enemy will take advantage of that. So don't go around falsely labeling or even labeling anyone. And a man of God, don't go around, you know, um, intentionally trying to seduce 
you know, because people are trying to find out who's homosexual, who's not. Just pray and ask the Lord. He will tell you. He wants to tell you those things so you can pray for the person. Because, I, you know, I was asking the Lord, so if they do all of that and the demon manifests, what are they going to do? Are they, are they just, just going to be like, oh, see, I told you. Or, oh, see, I told you she's not. Or, oh, see, I told you she is. Or, oh, see, I told you he's not. Or, I told you. It, it, it's a spirit of of uh, Pharisees, Sadducees and Pharisees. Because Je- they were always trying to prove a point that Jesus was not the Messiah. They were always trying to put him in a test always trying to you know cause him to 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 do something wrong yes we are the descendants of the Sadducees and the Pharisees but we are not them we have been redeemed by Jesus so don't behave like them remember you are a king's kid God change your mindset the things at work the things in you Think of things that are of, of good, of things that are noble, and do those. And if you're somebody in this position, I want you to quiet, quit conversing, quit communicating with people who are determined to misunderstand you. You are a king's kid. Do not defend yourself. Let God be your defender. If God didn't say that about you, they don't, they don't go along with it because they are, they are being used by Jezebel. They are being used by witchcraft. They are being used by Sodom and Gomorrah. They're being used by the accusatory spirit. And we see that happening with Titty Jakes. That's God letting you know what principality is emerging that is bonding together to spread that spirit. Alright, so if you are somebody in this position... Whichever position you are on, you are the one that's being used by the devil or you're the one that is being accused or, you know, slandered or whatever. Seek the Lord in what he wants you to do. Okay? Seek the Lord. Because this is not a, a season to let the devil use you. This is a season to let God use you for his glory. For his glory. People always always say, oh my gosh, Bernice, you, God really talks to you about the world and about the nations. Do you know why? Because I don't slander people. I don't go around. I know deep things. I'm a prophet. I can discern. I can know things about people and their lives. But God trusts me to keep it to myself and pray for them secretly about it. Many Issachar prophets, many people who are prophetic, who are really in tune with the Lord that God has these remnants there are a walking ammunition but they know how to use that authority in a way in a way that pleases the Lord so will you pray instead of let the enemy use you you let the Lord use you for his glory instead
I want to end this episode with um, letting you know what um, January is about. I already posted it on my Facebook and Instagram, but I want to share it here. I don't know if I did share it here, but anyway, January is still going on. We're almost halfway through, but if you've not known what January is, January is a month to seek. A month to seek, it says in Psalms 27, 4, it says, one thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. It says, all the days of my life, not just some days, not just when you're feeling like you want to dwell in His house, or when when you feel like you want to do your thing, or when you feel like going to church, or you feel like reading your Bible, or worshiping. You know, all the days, every single day of your life, that you behold the beauty of the Lord. So, Lord, I just pray into uh, um, January. We thank you that you have allowed us to seek you. Many churches are doing fasting and prayer. And that's what it's all about, that we are to really seek you, put our plates down, and just really put our face to the wall and pray for a breakthrough, pray for a shift, pray for wisdom people understanding because you word to the lord in all i getting get understanding i just pray even for miracles signs and wonders and even for healing and deliverance and for a new new thing that you want to do in this year i just pray that lord every church and every person that is literally coming before you and seeking you as according to psalms 27 for the lord you will meet them your work you, you told me last week that you will leave no one unmet if they seek your face if they come for what it is that they're searching for when they come to you. So I just pray, God, that anyone that is listening, that they will take this into act, active, into motion, and they will really seek your face in however it is that you are leading them to do it. Some of them might have to stop watching certain things on TV or even take a break from social media or even literally put your foot down and, and put their plate down and really seek you on a deeper level than they've ever did before in the in the prior years so i just pray for them right now in the name of jesus and i ask you god to just really let these words that you've allowed me to speak fall on good ground um there's such a, a heaviness in the realm of the spirit god concerning such a war between identity and 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 even the mouth of your people the lips and the tongue of your people are being used by the enemy in this hour but Father, I just pray that, Lord, you, you will release conviction, Holy Spirit, upon them, that they will be able to really look at themselves in the mirror, Father, just as you allowed the, 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 the older people and the young people to look at themselves in the mirror when they when you encountered the, the woman, the adulterous woman, Father, you, you, you did not throw the stone where you were able to, but instead you said, whoever has not sinned, throw the first stone. I pray that anyone that is being accused falsely, that you will redeem them because you are the God of redemption. That you will be their 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 priest. You will be you'll be their father. That you will be their kinsman redeemer to redeem them, Father. I pray for those that are using their lips for the devil, God, that are literally slumbering and gossiping about other people. Father, I just pray for conviction to fall upon them, that repentance will come upon them. They will they will bow their, their knees to you, Adonai, and repent, Father, and look at their own self. Because there is a thorn in their eyes as well. There is a plung in their eyes as well, Father. 
So I just pray for the spirit of humility upon your people in a, in a heart posture to know how to handle things like these, Lord. Circumstances that rises up. If they will not yield your tongue to the devil, but Lord, they will yield your tongue to you because they are a temple, a living sacrifice that belongs to you. Lord, they belong to you. They don't belong to Jezebel. They don't belong to anyone but to you. They don't belong to Sodomy. They don't belong to accusatory demons, but they belong to you. And I just pray for T.D. Jakes. I just ask you to release your hand, your mighty hand upon him, God, your mighty hand of comfort upon him. Oh, God, release your fire to encamp around him, to burn down every word that come against him, Father, in judgment. I just ask you to release angels even now to him, God, to his ministry, Father, to his businesses, everything to him in his marriage, God, and to him as a leader. I pray you release angels that will minister to him just as you release angels, God, to minister to Jesus, God, as he was in the in, in the in the wilderness, Father, that when he comes out strong, oh God, his ministry will flourish even more, Father. And anything in his life, Father, that, that he needs you to help him with, God, I pray that you will meet him in those places we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god we don't know all that all the details of this god but you know the details of it father and so i pray the lord you will you will handle all these matters god as you know how best i just pray father for your hand over him and i pray god that you will have mercy on those that have lifted up their tongue against this man of god in judgment in the name of Jesus, I do pray. Amen. Alright, so, um, February is a, ma- is a month of restoration. I want you to look at Isaiah 27. 2. In, in the day, in that day, sing to her a vineyard of red wine. I, the Lord, keep it. I water it every moment, lest any heart I keep it night and day. A furry is not in me. Who would set barriers and thorns against me in battle? I will go through them. I would burn them together or let him take hold of my strength. That he may make peace with me and he shall make peace with me. Those who come, he shall cause to take root in Jacob. Israel shall blossom and bud. And filled the face of the world with fruit. He has struck Israel as he struck those who struck him. Oh, or has he been slain according to the slaughter of those who were slain by him? In measure by sending it away, you contended with it. He removes it by his rough wind in the day of the east wind. Therefore by this the iniquity of Jacob will be covered. And this is all the fruit of that of taking away his sin. When he makes all the stones of the altar like chalk stones that are beaten to dust, wooden images and incense altars shall not stand. Yet the fortified city will be desolate, the inhabitation forsaken and left like a and left like a wilderness. There the calf will feed and there it will lie down. And consume its branches when its bows were withered. They will be broken off. The woman come 
the women came the women come and set them on fire for it is a people of no understanding therefore he who made them will not have mercy on them and he who formed them will show them no favor and it shall come to pass in that day that the lord will trash from the channel of the river to the brook of egypt and you will be gathered one by one O you children of Israel, so it shall be in the day. In that day, the great trumpet will the, the great trumpet will be blown. They will come, who are about to perish in the land of Assyria, and they who are outcast in the land of Egypt, and shall worship the Lord in the holy mountain at Israel. And the title of this is the restoration of Israel. So the month of February is a month of restoration. Because the month of January has been a month of seeking. And when you seek, you will find that when you seek, you will be restored. And you will see the evidence of that restoration that you see God moving and literally doing what he said he would do when you seek him. When you seek God, you will receive what you need. So I hope that you were blessed today as much as I was. I honestly prophetically spoke. Everything that I spoke about, the first thing I wanted to talk about was basically sharing the prophetic words that God was giving me. But the Lord had me on different detours to literally release what he wanted to say concerning the spirit of perversion. Don't be the one to help spread it. I always, the reason why I have a spirit of mercy is because Sometimes, you know, I put myself in people's shoes to see how I would feel if that happened to me. Literally, when you start to do that, you will not let the devil use your tongue to slander anybody or to gossip about anybody. You know who I gossip to? The Lord. That's who I gossip to. That's who I talk to. That's who I let know how I feel. He knows. People always want to know, oh my gosh, how do you know? Before COVID happened, I knew before COVID happened because the Lord shared it with me. There are things that happen in the world nationally that God would tell me about it before it happened. Why? Because I use my tongue for good. I don't use my tongue to gossip about people and to get on the wagon of slandering anybody. You want to be an Issachar prophet, an Issachar generation? Muzzle your tongue and let the Lord only have dominion over your tongue. Control your tongue. Let the Lord only have dominion over your tongue. Because the Bible says that what? Life and death is in the power of the tongue, and those that love it will what? eat the fruit of it. Every word you speak, you will eat the fruit of it. You will account for those words. So speak words that glorify the Lord. It always just amazes me when people just get on the wagon of slandering people. I'm like, 
you have worse things that I'm discerning about you than anybody. But you're opening your mouth and talking about somebody. What if that sin that you did at 16 years of age or that thing that you did at 18 or 13 or even last week, what if that was put on the screen for everybody to see? Would you be talking then? Put yourself in your shoes. The Bible says that what? Love your neighbor as yourself. And that's where I'm going to end. If you don't get anything from this, get this. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor. Your neighbor is anybody that's close to you or far away from anybody that's living in this world is your neighbor. Love them as yourself. Look at how Jesus handled the woman at the well. Look at how Jesus handled the adulterous woman. Look at how Jesus handled himself when he was falsely accused. Don't be a Pharisee. Blessings to you all. Thank you so much. I hope that this was a blessing to you. I have to go and listen to all of this again because I was prophetically talking and preaching and sharing what God was placing on my heart and showing me as I was talking. Um, and I hope that you have a blessed rest of your January. Continue to seek because he will not leave you unmet. Love you all. Blessings. the kingdom and the power and the glory
If you lift him, he'll draw. If you lift him, he'll draw.